This is the Tar Life Podcast from Team Anderson Realty. Thank you for joining us, Tar Life Podcast. We have the beautiful co-host Melody Tate, top producer with Team Anderson Realty. We have Steve Poitras with Poitras Homes. Thank you for having me. Custom builder. We're going to go in. We're going to start with the fact that Mercedes-Benz of Greensboro has hooked Melody and I up with some Masters golf tickets. Yes. So if you guys are going to be at the Masters, be sure to say hello to us on April 7th. Yep, April 7th. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be our first time. We're not golfers. I don't so even we know can, where we're going. I know. I'm like, where are we <laughs> going It's Augusta, Georgia. That's where go. my stepmother was raised. <laughs> nice. I don't nice. even think I've told her yet. And so we're really excited. It's going to be beautiful. Steve yep. has played a little bit. Played a little bit. Dad lives on the golf course in Preston. Been there about 25 years. That's a great course. Yep. Yeah. SAS championship out there. Good time. Oh, okay. I've never, I've literally, I don't think I've walked even a full course before. We've sold on golf courses. Oh, absolutely. They are beautiful. And I think I'm excited because we're going to get backstage. We're not, I guess not backstage, but we're going to get like passes for drinks and a little lounge area, Mm -hmm. I think Doug described it. So... Definitely recommend Mercedes-Benz of Greensboro. It's not even an ad, but we love them. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Doug's taking great care of us. He's the the manager, the, the new GM. sales. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he's the GM. You don't think so? No, I think he's he should he be the GM. He should be. Yeah. He's ever listening. <laughs> he's going to be like, no, I need to be. I do all the work for it. Yeah, he's great. But we're going to lead into Steve. So Steve has built an amazing business with your family, right? I family mean, this business. Is, is this yep. generational? Yes, ma'am. Yep. So dad, my father started it, Terry Poitras, 30 years ago, wow, 30 years wow. this year. And we actually do commercial as well. We do some development. We do actually real estate also. So ah, don't yep. say that. You're not allowed to say not that. Allowed to say that only okay. You don't do real estate. <laughs> build houses, build buildings. I'm just kidding. So tell us about your product. So we've sold track homes, we've sold semi-custom, and we've sold custom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you guys are fully custom, right? That's correct. Yep. So what we can do is we can, typically we're always in a development and in that development, you'll be competing with other custom builders. And generally in the new developments, they'll have an on-site realtor, which represents all of the builders. Mm -hmm. With that said, they're generally on site, either in a house or a trailer or whatnot. Typically what we do is the develop the development is divided up between a certain amount of builders mm-hmm. and there's a certain amount of lots. And then we have a lot draw and it's like a fantasy football draw. Oh, nice. And so if you've got, you know, eight builders and I've got pick number one, I'll have pick number one and pick number nine. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. So what we normally do is we'll go through, there'll be a map of the community and we'll label it one through 70 or how many ever lots there are. Our picks may not match with other builders, but it might be for certain reasons. We yeah. might want less basement lots. We mm-hmm. might want, you know, more of a flat topography. Some builders may love corner lots. Some yeah. people steer away from corner lots. Do it really you, just depends. Do you choose the floor plan or does the buyer, if they come in early enough, do they get to choose the if floor it's, plan? If it's a spec home, we choose the floor plan. You know, predominantly we're about, I'd say, 50-50 with spec to a pre-sale. But if it's a pre-sale customer, we work generally directly with Gary Murphy, with Murphy Garno and Associates. We've also worked with Sam Young. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great architects out there, Ooh. Carter Skinner. But generally, if you and your husband were riding by and you liked lot number 13, mm-hmm. and it happened to be that we own 13, you would interview us. 
you would let us know, you know, mainly what your budget is or where you'd like to be. I would ask a certain amount of things like how many bedrooms would you like? How many bathrooms? The locations of that, the garages mm -hmm. and orientation. Do you have pictures of what you'd like the elevation to look like? Mm -hmm. You know, and then generally most people have either been in parade of homes. They've lived in their home. They want to make some modifications. They didn't really want to renovate. It mm -hmm. might, some of it's even school-based, you know, depending yeah, on if the kids yeah. yep, want to go to a private school or they want to be in Wake County, which mm -hmm. we predominantly build in Wake County. But it ends up that, you know, I've, I'll ask most people in general, you know, give me a wish list. Give me a must-have list. I'd like to have list, and I've got to have list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and from that, that generally gets us to the architect. The architect goes through generally two or three times with different models of what that floor plan would look like. And it might stay between 4,000 to 4,400 feet. We'll go back and make some modifications. They may like where the staircase is. The more information any builder gets up front, custom. You can do a pool too, right? We can do a I've pool. Seen, yep. I've seen some awesome pools that yeah. they've yep. built. And we generally work with Raleigh Pools Have you on done that. a spec with a pool or is it We have usually... not done a spec with ah, the pool. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a risk nowadays to do the specs with the pool because most people like them, but a lot of people don't really care for pool maintenance. How much do those normally cost? They're gunite, right? They are, yep. And there can also be concrete. We don't do a lot of shells. Pools, depending on, you know, a wide variety of so many options mm -hmm. with hot tubs, if they're salt water, if they're fresh water. What about a saltwater standard pool with a hot tub? What's it going to be from, depending the on the size ballpark range could be anywhere from 90 it could be up to 160 yeah i've yeah. seen a lot of those yeah i haven't seen yeah. any specs even with custom builds that have done pools we're doing one yeah. right now Are you? yeah i got a buyer under under contract that's they and i think it was a high risk for them but i think that that's also what sold them but they had built that property in the charlotte area with a pool Okay. And so, so I think with that. the pictures that they had of that right. property, they mm -hmm. were able to sell. It's got a, you know, cabana area. I mean, it's really nice, but mm -hmm. you guys should consider. You know, absolutely. But mm -hmm. it's also the cost of the home oh, and everybody's sure. got yeah. a budget. Oh, yeah. There was a home in my neighborhood that just resold and they had a beautiful pool in the back. But, you know, like we've got some employees that have big dogs and they mm. have to have yards for That's the dogs to run in. Oh yeah. And you know, some of them will have either kids out of the house or smaller kids in the house and it's a safety concern. Mm. But you know, a lot of the new communities that we build in, they don't have the amenities, mm -mm. you know, like, you know, used to be, I used to live in Cameron Pond and we used to have to share the same small community pool there as we did in Waycroft when I lived in there also. So, you know, we do a lot of, Commercial also, we do a lot of amenities. We did a lot of stuff out in Metamont, out stuff oh, in cool. Amberley. Um, and you can build on somebody's lot, right? Correct. Within yep. what radius would you say that somebody could use you guys? Generally in the RTP area. I think, you know, the, the mainly in Cary, Raleigh, Apex, Holly Springs. We've done a lot in Wilmington, actually, at Wrightsville wow. Beach. Yep. So, so you will do the beach? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So will you do actually, oceanfront? We'll do oceanfront, yeah. We we actually had a $1.8 million house that was an investment for my dad mm -hmm. and a local realtor. And we tore it down. And it was on the intercoastal side of the waterway. I like that. With the 50-foot slip. Yeah. And they ended oh. up putting like a $4.8 million over-the-top modern. Wow. Gorgeous home. 
that now three years later, my dad's kind of kicking himself. Carol's my mom. Carol mm-hmm. bought it and we buy it because now it's worth seven million. Yeah. So yeah, beach property's hot right now. Oh yeah. yeah. And you know what? You have to have somebody that understands the camera regulations and everything that's required because if somebody goes in and they have no idea and they're just building, there's mm-hmm. so much red tape. There is. There is. You know, there's and and most of the beach properties they want to have a pool also mm-hmm. in their backyard. They want to, you know, you've got impervious surface that you have to work around, yeah. you know. With, you have that with residential, right? And commercial. I mean, impervious. I have a new construction that's custom that's being built. And we don't know how wide the driveway can be mm-hmm. because of impervious areas because they're sure. doing the pool. But so interestingly, the pool itself does not count as impervious. The no, water. Right. The water, yeah, but Which the parts, the parts around, around it, do. it. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. patio, yeah. and everything. So mm-hmm. I think that that is really interesting. Yeah, is travertine still counts as impervious, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. And really, any hard surface, any gravel concrete, doesn't, papers. Right? I'm is sorry, gravel. Gravel depends on the municipality. Mm-hmm. It can, but generally, it doesn't. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I feel like gravel goes down, and it's easily removable. I mean, it's not really like yeah. it could be permanent. And in in commercial, if you have so much impervious space, you have to do those retention. Mm-hmm. Correct. Water. And mm-hmm. those are so expensive. They are. Yeah. So. They are. Now, for new construction, let's say I have my own lot. What are your prices per square foot? And I know it can vary based on finishes and what they're looking for, but what's your what's your starting price per square foot? And what's the minimum size you'll, you'll build? I mean, obviously, I don't think it's going to be an 800 square foot home. Right. I mean, generally... A lot of that varies from, you know, HOAs also. Mm. So, you know, if you Let's got, say it's unrestricted. Yeah, unrestricted. If, if it's unrestricted, yeah. I'd say probably the minimum around 3,000 feet or so. We also do do some remodeling. Mm-hmm. It's not really something that we look to go after. Yeah. We've got a big one in Preston right now that is on the golf course. Oh, beautiful. And it's about, going to be about 9,000 feet. Nice. So what's your price per square foot kind of minimum? Somebody wants to use it. So generally we'll price it with the lot. So, you know, with lot, we're anywhere, like you said, depends on so many allowances Mm -hmm. and factors, anywhere from 320 to 400 with the lot. Right. So if you had to take out the lot, depending on finishes, it could be anywhere from that as low as 200 number, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on, you know, if they were fine with a KitchenAid package, but if they wanted Wolf and Gen Air and, yeah. Yeah. you know, really yeah. nice windows, Anderson windows and stuff, you might be up to 280 a foot. Mm-hmm. Can you do those countertops that glow? Have you done those before? We have not, but we can. I am so into that. Have How you seen it? I've seen that. It's, no. uh, what stone do they use? Uh, generally, they'll use a quartz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quartz. I do like when you use the quartz as the backsplash. I do. It's beautiful. They can light absolutely that up, stunning. too. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely stunning. Like a nice so big nice. one piece. You I'm don't have rid- a lot of joints in yep. it. I'm getting ready to list a home in Holly Springs that's a custom build. And he did that in his kitchen oh, yeah. all the way up. It takes it's a lot of very prep work modern. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. But I have a lot of people that would contact me with just this. I wouldn't say it's a pipe dream, but it, you know, Everyone thinks they can just go buy a piece of land and build a home on, right? Mm-hmm. And it's much cheaper than buying a resale. And nine times out of ten, it's definitely not. But let's say someone bought an acre and they contacted you to buy it, right? Well, to to build. Does the septic, let's just say there's no community water and there's no septic system you can hook up to. 
is that price rolled into your build process as far as like installing a well or putting in a septic tank? Yes, unless okay. they just a lot of sellers will already have that into the price point when they sell it because it makes the lot more desirable to whoever they sold it to. Mm -hmm. So they might have them, they might upfront that before they market it. And okay. if they've got $25,000, $30,000 into that, on a $200,000 lot, they've got two thirty-five all in, but mm -hmm. they might could get three hundred dollars for it now that it already has that. But if it doesn't, you would factor that in. Correct. And yep. if it actually had, I guess it could hook up to city or some kind of public utilities, you guys help with that. Yes. Okay. So it's not yep. something that they have to go get a loan. Part of their construction there. loan. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And we're in. having to do that in Sanctuary in Raleigh right now. Everything out mm -hmm. there is septic and well, and it's a separate permit from mm -hmm. the house. And... You know, a lot of that is wastewater management. A lot of it is the impervious surface. Mm -hmm. A lot of that has to do with pools. And, you know, mm. can we design this house that we want with this wide footprint? Right. We still have the ability to do a pool later, mm -hmm. even for resale, that yeah. we may not want it. But you always got to think about resale when you do new construction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. That's the So leading into that, what's the difference between a track build or a semi-custom product and custom? I know the first thing that stands out to me are the roof trusses. Mm -hmm. They're not pre-manufactured, right? Right. You know, most of our stuff is all stick frame built. You're not going to get a slab on construction. You're going to get either that crawl space or that basement. Mm -hmm. We like to give as many allowances as possible. Your main ones are going to be your cabinets and countertops. Oh, sure your appliances, mm -hmm. your tile, your lighting, mm -hmm. things like that. We've even gone to the extreme lately with the wood cost being like an EKG and it's like an all-time yeah. high and then low mm -hmm. of just the material cost of that to there's the garage doors to front doors. I mean, so many Flooring. things. So you have so more options. Yeah. But the yeah. quality of construction is totally far, different. Far yes. better. And the, the people that you use, the subcontractors, You've probably been using them for the most part for years. Correct, yeah. And you know, because I have worked with, and so has Mel, worked with a lot of just track builders and different communities have yielded totally different products. Absolutely. But with Poitras, you guys have an across the board, just a really, you run a tight ship. Mm -hmm. And the product quality is evident when yeah. you're finishing. I I remember doing a, a blue tape walk with Poitras and... It was, there was not really anything to blue tape because the superintendent on the project, they already walked through it. Mm -hmm. And it was beautifully, beautifully presented. Whereas some of these other builders that are more track built, they seem like they're asleep at the wheel sometimes. You walk oh, yeah. in, it's dirty, it's filthy. Mm -hmm. There's holes in the walls. They have wires sticking out and they're like, ah, you know. We're sticklers on, you know, not only customer service because a lot of people will get into the same development that we're in. And I've had real estate agents and their agents and, and people like you guys that are either in it or not in it. And they'll say, what separates you guys mm -hmm. from the other builders? Or, you know, or what do you guys do that they don't do? And my first and foremost answer to any of that is, is any of these guys are capable of building you a beautiful home, just like there's a lot of nice car dealerships out mm -hmm. there. Good but we like to provide really good customer service. If you guys have a question on a Friday night, on a Saturday or a mm -hmm. Sunday, it may not be something that another builder is going to get to you until Monday, and Monday's a busy day, which turns into Tuesday. And a lot of people want to know that they've got someone that they can reach out Absolutely. to if something's on their mind or they might lose sleep over the night. But, mm -hmm. you know, we do use always the same subcontractors mm -hmm. day in and day out. 
We do not competitively bid like we do do on the commercial side with our residential. Anybody, I get, anytime I post anything, it seems like, hey, I've got a garage edition I want to do. I got a basement edition. I've got a remodel. Would you guys be interested in that? You guys do such a great job. And I tell everybody, you know, it's a, it's a team of people. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just us. And yeah. so, you know, you've got to have reliable people. You got to have people that stand behind the product, people that warranty your product, because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's your name on everything. I feel like, too, you guys are local and there's a lot of builders coming in from out of area, even if it's the same state. And you care more about your reputation in general because you guys have just been here for yeah. how long? How long is your family? This year. 30 yeah. years. Yeah, we've been here. So I was born and raised in Raleigh, went. Lived in Cary my whole life, but went to Apex High School, yeah. graduated in 97. But we've been here 43 years. 43, um, and you've been building your family for, for 30, 30 years. For most of it. Makes yeah. such a big difference because I, if I deal with any arrogant builders or superintendents, nine times out of 10, the company itself is not based out of this area. Yeah. Right. And it puts such a bad taste in the mouth. I'm dealing with one right now. And I just, I... It makes such a big difference for the the actual consumer, it the does. buyer, mm-hmm. and the agent Absolutely. to work with people who are not arrogant, who care about how the customer feels, mm-hmm. who is reasonable mm-hmm. in certain things. I am sure every once in a while you guys go above and beyond, or actually every build, you go above and beyond. Like you're always like, this is what you should expect, but you probably deliver something even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Than what the expectation you set. You know, customers like builders can be tough, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's some that, you know, not that you're necessarily willing to do more than, but, you know, everybody wants to feel appreciated in every aspect of life. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's something that we do strive for because we're not in national building magazines. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a website and I can tell you, I learned at a very young age, I think I was right out of college, high school, I was about 21, 22. And someone had come up to me that was looking at a house that was for sale. And we were building in Preston on the golf mm-hmm. course. And it was another builder's house right beside us. And price per square foot was about the exact same. Yeah. And they built a great home. And the gentleman that was looking through it, I was a laborer at that point in time, saw me the next day at the office. And, you know, he had, we've got company signs with mm-hmm. names and numbers or whatnot. I never knew if I was going to see this guy again. He just was a nosy neighbor at that point in time. And he came into the office the next day and was interested in the house, wanted to know a little bit more about it, had met with my dad at that point in time and, you know, patted me on the back and said, sir, you know, you know, you've learned a lot from your dad, it seems like. And so much is curb appeal. And so much is just if you guys keep a clean, neat, tidy house, then you care about your product. Absolutely. You know, and and we can go in and we'll see Coke bottles on things and Mm -hmm. we'll see, you know, Snickers wrappers on the floors. And it's one, it's embarrassing for us because it doesn't look like you. And that's the other good thing about supervising. Right. right. And that's the good thing about being small. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say quantity wise, anywhere from as low as four, but as max about 12 homes a year is what we do. Mm -hmm. But it's good because, you know, profit margins are able to stay where they are. People are be able to we pay out every, you know, two weeks yeah. to all of our subcontractors. A lot of builders will pay every 30 days. Them happy. Makes them happy. Yep. Makes them feel, you know, like when's the next job going to be? Exactly. And that yep. anticipation. Yep. I mean, it's the same thing with real estate agents. You know, I walked into a property the other day and I had a home for sale right across the street. It was under contract, so I couldn't take my client into it, but walked into a house completely across the street and 
it was filthy. They mm-hmm. didn't live there. It was empty. And the very first thing that we do as well is we want our sellers to get a clean. Yeah. Because the very first feedback from her was, I don't even want to be in this house. It's that dirty. Yeah. Like, And it's the same thing. We represent our clients very well. And we want to make sure we'll pull out a broom. I can't tell you how oh, many things yeah. that have gone to the dump. I've and cleaned refrigerators. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's the same thing with a real estate agent. You know, finding someone who's going to be available on a Friday night that's going to take your call or a Saturday. Your hands in the fire. Yeah, we like always. Us. Yeah, very much so. But we care about our brand and our name as well. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. We don't want someone to pull up at our listing and see our sign and walk into a house like that because it makes it look like, to me, that agent didn't care about how it looks. They just want to put a sign in the yard. Right. I mean, it goes on the real estate side. And I'm sure there's a lot of agents that'll let the buyer know when it's going to go live or what day Mm -hmm. that will be. And then they won't follow up that morning before it goes live with, hey, how does it look? Let's look at it in advance before people walk in the door. I mean, at the end of the day, this property had been on the market for 20 days. And I'm like, how does it look like this for 20 days? I mean, I absolutely see the difference between the two. It would have been night and day if my property was, you know, on the market. But again, laziness or the eye you know same with builder it's like if you don't have a natural eye for things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just don't think you have it and anybody can do it Mm -hmm. but it it sets you apart absolutely so we've got a field superintendent that day in and day out what his main job or his main role is is to check on all the subcontractors make sure everyone shows up when they're scheduled to show up Mm -hmm. make sure the buyers don't have questions and if they do you know, please answer them. Yep. Um, he interacts with me every day. I'm more now the vice president of the company, but I'm more now on the marketing side, yeah. on the contract side, the change order side. Mm-hmm. Let's get, you know, these new lots, these new developments right. for him to go out there and do that product. Absolutely. And then we also have a runner laborer that, you know, I spoke with twice this morning already. And I just said, hey, let's have you go to this specific house that we're building right now. And you know, the guys are getting ready to move in in 30 days and we probably need to change the air vents out. Yeah. And I don't oh, care if the, I love that. Nice. Yeah. I, mean, I don't you make sure all the light bulbs are still burning yeah. like they are. You Absolutely. Know, make sure that when the owners go in today that it's three floors, it's a 14,000 square foot home. Exactly. You exactly. know, that, that I mean, nobody wants to go in there. I don't care what price point you're in at $200,000 or $2 million and see a mess. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had one and it was a lower price point. It's a builder who I will not name, but they're awful. And they're known for being very inexpensive. And it's not that they build a terrible product because it's not. I mean, it's you get what you get and you're expecting that. But they had... Some of the somebody that worked there, one of the subcontractors, they spilled a whole entire Coke in and it was a stove, but it, it had the coils. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just sitting there and it was nasty. And I'm like, how how are you just not aware of yeah. what what it looks like mm-hmm. when it's that bad? Yeah. Yeah. And that was just one of many things. Mm-hmm. And it blows my mind that there are some people whether it's agents, even though it shouldn't be, or builders, they only care about their bottom di- their bottom sure. dollar. They will mm-hmm. use the cheapest subcontractor. They will hire less people, so it's less money. I There is one builder that I'm not going to name, and I heard through somebody that used to work there, it's a track builder, that before the whole pandemic, they actually paid engineers to see what two-by-fours they could remove from their building. Products. That's and so they save so much money mm. by removing X number of two by fours. It's like three or four from each house. And it just blows my mind because they're still making, it's a national builder, mm-hmm. tons of money. 
And when you don't care, when you get to that level where you don't care at all, I have a big problem with it. And that's why I think a lot of buyers and consumers that once they're once they're past their initial first home, you know, when they're moving up, they really look for either a custom product or to build a custom yeah. home. Quality. I will say yeah. anytime I walk into a Poitras, I know it's a Poitras. Yeah. I just know it. I'm like, this is a Poitras home. Mm-hmm. And guarantee it. Yeah. And the quality, even if it's resale, is so apparent. Mm-hmm. Right. There's well, not shifting. There's not, you know, a lot of you issues. You just feel, it's like my home. I've got, you know, 3,800 square feet, three floors. When my kids are on the third floor, I can hear them on the first floor. Right. I mean, it's just, it's like, what are they made out of paper? I mm-hmm. mean, it's the quality at yeah. the end of the day. You well, know? we always strive to do, you know, quality over quantity. Is and, your is, and, and that's a big difference. Is your insulation, like, do you blow in your insulation? We blow in our insulation in the attics and then also in the basement. But in above the standard insulation code, we also put it in our laundry rooms oh, in between so our bathrooms. Nice. Yes. Things that, you know, separates us from maybe have, and it comes out of our bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. And like we spoke, you know, prior to going live here, that there's certain houses that you hardly make anything. And there's yeah. ones that you, you know, would love to have a second or third one that year. Yeah. So, you know, with us, kind of like what we were talking about, using the same contractors, there's mm-hmm. so many variables mm-hmm. of things because not a lot of our vendors right now are really... If you guys come to design a home with me right now mm-hmm. and I need to order framing wood, that house is going to be priced based off of, if there's not a framing allowance, based off of what today's lumber number is. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, if it's three, four months from now, down. from the time of profit, you know, if that number comes down, it's beneficial to me. But if it goes up, it hurts me. But oh, it helps I the see. Buyer. Right. So instead of floating it, you're kind of like, it's, it's when you lock at an interest rate for a loan. Right. You don't know. Right. So like our vendors won't lock in that, you know, we have certain ones that will maybe like our appliance mm -hmm, company, mm -hmm. Kitchen and Bath Galleries in downtown Cary. But, you know, it's hard to lock in like a framing number that's going to be anywhere in our price point from 80,000 to 200,000 for, you know, four to five months. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows what it's going to be. How much of a fluctuation have you seen on wood from when, like what's the most extreme? Wood has gone up. Um, I'm talking about like when it's ordered to when you guys made 151%. The order. Whoa, See? that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So we Did get you week- almost fall over. We get weekly reports. Wow. Fall over, lose sleep, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Wow. But you know what? Like a, a $50,000 framing package is now $150,000. Oh, my You know, it's gosh. tripled. Yeah. And you know, and you've got that price. If I'm quoting you a price of $925,000 to build that, and we're already in contract. And there is no allowance for framing. That's number that comes in from the profit side of ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're not cutting corners other places because we can't. Right. That's what I'm saying. Everything is by the contract. Yeah. And, you know, there's some homes that, and I don't mind saying it, that last year we made a couple thousand dollars on and other ones that we would love to have. I want a Poitras home that you made only a couple thousand dollars on. (laughs) That would be That's amazing. <laughs> That's when the wood went. Can you sign to... me up for that? In autumn wood, we sure can. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 What is one thing, I know this is probably a loaded question, but what is one thing that you see that someone has added to a house in their custom building? And you're like, that is a really good idea. You know, a lot of, and you're seeing it now a lot on HGTV, you're seeing it a lot on Instagram reels or whatnot, but a lot of hidden features. Ooh. 
Like, you know, like, okay. so you've got like a hidden office, Can you've you got that? hidden offices, you've got a, a pantry that has a, a panelized door that, that looks like it's part of the cabinet and you open it up and the pantry's tucked in behind Ooh. it. We've done a house before where it had a two story foyer mm -hmm. and you go up the main set of steps. And when you get up to the landing, there's a bookcase, but the bookcase has a piano hinge Ooh. and you push the bookcase open and there's an office or a bedroom oh, behind I there. That. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's nice. How about one of those islands? That goes down into a wine cool. cellar. That's pretty cool. Never done one of those, but those are pretty Could neat. Could you do it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. We're like, yes, let's do it. Let's win the lottery. <laughs> let's do all of it. Do all the crazy right stuff. Right now, it seems like the most popular trend that we're seeing is, which has been for a while, but open floor plans. Mm -hmm. Primaries or masters down. I still absolutely. like to say master, That's gonna even be my though next I guess one. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> well, yeah, you can. But, but, <laughs> we still do in our marketing. I mean, but. you know saying master bedroom versus primary oh, yeah. primary bedroom you on know, the main yeah that's with, important with, with guest bedrooms also yeah. and what we're seeing is a lot of people that whether you're my age which is 43 or my parents age which is 69 or a young new married couple you know a lot of people are my grandmother moved in with my parents for 27 months she had bad alzheimer's and dementia and they didn't want to send her to an mm -hmm. assisted living yeah. and you know he's like you know he, he told my mom he said you know carol he said I raised my, my mother raised me my whole life and I'm going to take care of her and I don't want to assume the worst or not have that type absolutely. of control over there to mm -hmm. have her the best care that she can be. Yeah, absolutely. Their home is 30 years old. And they didn't have that room downstairs. So she actually stayed in the living room and they only had a powder room downstairs. Wow. So they had okay. to hand wash yeah. her for 27 months. Oh, but my gosh. A lot of people will use that second bedroom if you're not in that situation mm -hmm. yet for another office. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. an exercise room. Mm -hmm. We've seen arts and crafts rooms, yoga rooms. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of everything. Sometimes then, people have surgeries too, and yeah. they can't use the stairs. Yep. I've right. seen that happen. And then these. making their doorways like handicap accessible. Oh, That's good really point. Yeah, I had That's a custom helpful. build in Fuquay that was that was like that. So I think for my next home, I've always been like master on the main, and then a second bedroom that's got, you know, wheelchair like an ensuite. Yep. Yeah, it's just for like my. Accessible. I think about my parents, sure. right? You know, where my parents could stay. Mm -hmm. And we'll know, uh, we'll actually tell. And I got this, it, everything I've learned, I've learned through my dad, but he, and he had built his home in 97, but that's when camcorders were big and you had to put them over your shoulder. But what he did at that point in time is after the home was framed, he went through and recorded where everything was behind the walls. Oh. Okay. You know, whether it was electrical yeah, or whether smart. it was a plumbing yeah, line or, or whatnot. So that you don't nail into it. Right. Yep. That's what I do with my clients when we do our, you know, yeah. our, that's before great. our installation is just take pictures and like, sure. you know, TVs mm -hmm. and before you go hitting on a wall. But what we'll do with that is, is we'll go ahead and put in like the blocking for if someone that. wants to yeah. do a grab bar later yep. or they'll need to add it. Oh, my dad does that. Whenever we're remodeling a bathroom, he thinks about that. So we mm -hmm. do extra blocking for yeah. that. That's smart. And so... When you have somebody that's building, you're thinking about anything that could happen in the future, mm -hmm. right? Can you do, have you done elevators or have we've, you left room for one? Yep. We've got a house right now that's under construction. And the, the comical thing about that is, is it has an elevator shaft. Mm -hmm. He's going to put one in later. Yeah. Um. So right now he's going to make it an indoor rock climbing shaft. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. That's really smart. Yep. So he's going to have... Is he an avid climber? No, but he's a guy my age that is also a good friend of mine and he, you know, likes to go to you the gym. You guys just thought about it? And he, it was all him. It was all him. Yep. 
And there's actually a hidden door that we just spoke about that's off of mm-hmm. the hallway. Mm-hmm. And you open it up and in between the walls, it's got a slide that gets you down to the basement. Oh, wow. Oh. So it's pretty cool. You sound like you have a cool friend. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. How long have you known this so friend? I've known him for probably about eight, ten years right now. Local Aww. business guy. That's great. That's yep. good. Yep. Well, your so, friend, that's a very smart, fun feature. Indoor basketball courts, okay. full court. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a post. Was yeah, that his Same place? house. Okay, oh. let him know that we need to come yeah, over. Yeah, we would like a private tour. I want to go yeah. rock climbing in somebody's yeah, house and go to, down a slide. Yeah. Shoot some little, hoops. Shoot some hoops. Well, I want to see Mel do that. She's an expert basketball player. Actually, I did play basketball yeah. <laughs> in high school. Yeah, okay. I know Even though I'm only 4'11". Yeah. My daughter's five two and she plays. So I love that. Yeah. God, don't don't discredit the short people. No, you got it. You just yeah. got to have a good throw, right? Just like hiking. That's right. Oh, she's an avid hiker. Yeah. If it's five or more miles, she loves it. Absolutely. Nice. And in yeah. two feet of snow, oh, snow? Yeah. Yeah. with five layers on. Nice. <laughs> she's such a good. She's such a good sport. She's I'm a like, good sport. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So tell me when you are. So. We're going back to track belt versus sure. versus but your custom. quality custom. Mm-hmm. When you are doing the build, let's say you're you're roofing. Do you guys do extra flashing or is there something that you do that you've noticed? Obviously, you're not using a 20-year shingle. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in terms of Typically, the Typically, we'll do like an architectural tab shingle that's 30 years. Mm-hmm. Our roofing company we use pretty much day in and day out. Also does our gutters and shutters, which is trademark roofing. They're pretty close to you guys, I believe, out in like Holly Springs. Oh, Mark Cagle okay. is the owner who does that. And they do a lot of our commercial also. They do metal roofs. They do copper roofs. They mm-hmm. do a lot of things out there. We do a lot of waterproofing underneath our front porches. Oh, that's um, a great mm-hmm. point because mm-hmm. that could be a water issue. It can, especially if it's a flat roof. Yeah. Do you condition your crawl spaces ever? We do. Okay. Yep. That's we, standard. We, it's not standard. And there actually was, I'm glad you brought that up. It, it was a problem in one home that we did have, which was the first time doing a sealed crawl space. Mm-hmm. And this was probably 12 to 15 years ago. And what we had learned by experience, and I tell my kids, my children, everybody, I learn everything by mystery, by experience and usually failures. You know, nobody's perfect. Good point. But, you know, we, we had the framing package delivered. Mm-hmm. It poured rain overnight. Mm-hmm. And then the framer showed up the next day. Oh, no. So the crawl space was down. We put in the floor system. No. Had that inspected the same day. Put down the plywood. Built the house. But being that there was no vents in the crawl space... There was nowhere for room for that to breathe. Oh, no. And then at the very end, when they conditioned the space, they noticed that there was mold in there. Mm. And the lady actually that lived there had bad cancer. And I mean, so we had to go in there. Everything was warranted. Everything was written. But a company that we use day in and day out all the time, once again, that is a certified mold, you know, company. They went in there and she hasn't had any problems since then. And it's so nice. You guys go above and beyond. Yeah. yeah How is... long is your structural warranty? Our for? structural is six years. Okay. We have a one-year builder warranty. We Our structural warranty is through a company called RWC, which mm-hmm. is Residential Warranty Corporation. Okay. You have to get, you know, approved to be one of their builders. Nice. Um, we've only had one issue with that probably about 20 years ago in Preston with the gutter guard where water got behind a wall that was in a living room. Okay. They came out and they took care of that, but 
We like to give a lot of suggestions to buyers without being too overly opinionated of things that we see or current trends. Do you do your runoff underground? We do. Oh, that's so big for me. So annoying. And my mom, actually, she's, you know, I'd like to say semi-retired for her sake, but, you know, we offer her service free of charge. She picks out all of our plumbing fixtures, our lighting, our carpets, our appliances. That's why they look so good. So, yep. I can say that's I, one your mom so has good. amazing taste. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. She's got an artistic background and that's, great. that's where her and my dad met at, at Boston. So I love yeah. that. That's I great. hear that story all the time. So yeah, it's just, <laughs> so she's why don't you do to, to blame for the style Aww. or the, the credit for the style. But do you have a design oh. center where are you guys going to do design? Is it different? Like where are, pe- where are people going? Is there a flooring? And then where, where are we going for? Being that we're pictures? truly custom, yep. we would like for them to go to. So for our appliances, we use kitchen and bath galleries yep. and they're in downtown Cary. Yep. For our tile, we use so many different vendors. We've okay. used bird tile. We've used Dow tile, Florida tile. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, representatives for each one of those companies. Yep. Cabinets a lot of the time. Most of the time we use first choice custom cabinets. Yep. They're out of Raleigh. Splash Galleries is a division of Raleigh Plumbing. What kind of windows do you guys use? Depends, we've huh? been using a lot of Ply Gym lately. Okay. Yeah, okay. We've done some Anderson, done some mm-hmm. Pella. What's the wait time on windows? It's gotten a lot better. Okay. Yeah. It used to be about six months, and now it's like eight to ten weeks. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. Substantially better. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right mm-hmm. now, really, a lot of the things that we are struggling sure. with is labor still from our subcontractors. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is. You hear people all the time say that they're looking for jobs, but then everybody needs help. So. And they have people that show up, you know, and they, they're there for a week and they yeah. they leave or it's too not much what work. they thought it was going to be. Or it's, it's too work. much work. I or can't handle this. What too, is this? <laughs> <laughs> My hands are getting calloused. What is yeah. this? Yeah. And, and the frustrating part about being a builder is everybody's like, you know, well, when am I going to move in? When am I going to move in? Like we get our 10% deposit up front. Okay. And then we collect 90%. The balance of it at the very end, so other than through close, change orders, yeah. I want you guys to move in in a week. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, you know, have it last 16 months to 20. Yeah, their months. 10% is not covering the cost to build the house. <laughs> no way. Even if they have their own construction loan, because mm-hmm. we've got overhead, we've got management yeah. fees, we've mm-hmm. got superintendents we're paying, truck, gas, utilities, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So a lot of it, you know, customers, I don't think really... And put that into mm-hmm. that. They just mm-hmm. see like the the end picture no. and why is it being held. And I just had a review with the gentleman that works with me. He's 21 years old. Really great guy. Daniel is his name. Worked for his dad's construction company doing some odd and end jobs. And I told Daniel, I said, Daniel, sadly, I said, you don't like letting people down. He can get some anxiety. And I said, but, you know, you need to be honest with people. And if we were supposed to landscape this house on Tuesday... And it rained the whole week before. Tuesday may go into the following Tuesday. Yeah, you just need to have that communication. And you got to have an open line of communication because a lot of people that we build for are out of state. Yeah. And, and they come in and they fly in and they say, you know, well, what's when you on? guys gave us a 60-day window or calendar, what's to be projected? Yeah. You're now two weeks behind and why is that? Mm-hmm. And so I had a track built builder that was 
nine months behind. Okay, I took eighteen months on a track builder. Yeah, eight. It was great. It was awesome. Terrible. Interest rates went from like threes to sevens. Oh yeah, and they couldn't lock. They were crazy. And it the house still wasn't a hundred percent when we closed. There was still a laundry list of things they needed to do. How long does it take to build? Let's say you got a raw piece of land. You have no sewer, no water. How much? time does it take on average for just a standard 3,000 square foot home? 3,000 square foot home, we used to could do anywhere from six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Now it's realistically, it's taken anywhere from as short as 10 to 14 months. Okay. But a lot of that is the labor burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as crazy as it seems. It, what it, about the others, like when you're in a community, how, what time frame? Maybe another two or three months more past that. But generally, most of the well and septic is already in that situation yeah. that you described. It's it wasn't, mm-hmm. but you know, in a new community, either the water and the sewer is already mm-hmm. there, and, and it's just so a how long does that take? Six tap. months. The bigger the home, you know, it takes more mm-hmm. to do. The more custom the home, the more mm-hmm. it takes to do. The more changes. Minimum. It takes to What's do. the minimum? Minimums probably I would say eight to nine months. Okay. Yeah. What about clearing? So let's say that someone found a piece of land. It was an acre. They want to build a home. And it's not cleared. There's we've already talked about the water and this, you know, septic as far as that goes. Do you did they are they supposed to clear it before you guys build, or is that also part of that process that you guys can do as far as clearing? Generally, so many we would ask to see like what type of footprint that someone is that's going to buy that lot is interested yeah. in doing. You don't want to hundred percent clear it because of the well and septic. It needs a certain amount yeah. of trees, trees and vegetation in there. Correct. Yeah. But generally if someone's gonna build like a sixty by forty Put box yeah. with setbacks, they could clear anywhere from like 80 to 60 feet. But are you guys doing that as part of the, part of the process? Is we manage something? everything okay. from start to finish, Great. from the clearing yeah. to the CO. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are just so, I get so many questions of is, you know, what, what does that process look like? You know, do I have to do all these things? You know, the loan part, because construction loans are obviously a little bit trickier than getting sure. a, yeah. Yep. yeah. And, you know, we started three or four years ago with kind of putting more pressure on the buyers to mm-hmm. get them to have their own construction loans. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, is that so many of them were unsure as to what mm-hmm. they wanted mm-hmm. or they would take their time. And, you know, I'd say, hey, I need your plumbing selection by May 13th. And all of a sudden it would be June 13th. Mm-hmm. And it was like, look, you know, we've got $2,500 in interest that we're paying on this house now. I need you to make a decision. Who's doing that? Who do you generally use for construction? Well, I guess the buyers. Who are they using? It's really the buyers. Okay. Um, BB&T a lot. Chris Bissett, we work with down at Fidelity Bank in yeah. downtown Cary. We work Steve with her a lot. I think Steve can do it too. Yeah. It's really a lot of the people already have a relationship yeah, or it's somebody someone. that's been referred to them. Yeah. A lot of people have to buy the land first too. I know that's kind of tricky too. That's correct. And yeah. You know, the economy is kind of funky right now. You are, and some people are scared to build with a custom builder or build in general because they're worried that we had a lot of bankruptcy. You guys are not going to have that problem, right? No, you know, and I sat in, you know, a conference with, you know, another, I sat in a conference with another real estate agency, I won't say who, Mm -hmm. you know, not too long ago. And they talked about, you know, the (laughs) national builders as a whole compared Mm -hmm. to the local builders. Mm -hmm. And they said, everybody's got to stop being so concerned about what's happening in New York or California or Boston. But let's just say like it, like it's terrible here. This is worst case scenario. You are one of the builders that's been around even when the economy is bad. I mean, and you guys don't over 
do how many homes you build. So no. you guys have. We want to be able to manage You're going to float it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to go bankrupt and leave people hanging. Correct. And I think that's so important because sometimes somebody can do it for less. Mm-hmm. And they just came into the area and they don't have any type of capital to work with. They're just right. working on bank loans. And those are the people that are more high risk for buyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. People that are building. Absolutely. And that's yeah. a huge thing, especially when somebody who's risk intolerant, which I think in the build process, you really should use a builder that has, and I don't want to say deep pockets, but you guys have obviously a history of Mm -hmm. building a good product. You're not just starting out. Correct. So you have the capital to make it work no matter what the economy. Well, yeah. I mean, the last thing you want when you're, you know, building that is a builder that's not paying their bills and somebody that that leans the house and you know, gets upset because they hadn't been paid in 30 mm-hmm. days and whatnot. Oh, and yeah. That's why we do use the same subcontractors because mm-hmm. we do have that relationship. Yeah. And anytime anybody asks me anything, I always just say, you know, our one of our mottos is, is we try to build every home as if it's our own. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it puts a bad taste in somebody's mouth if somebody like yourself says, hey, do you, you know, who would you recommend for a carpet company and they exactly. do a crappy job for you and mm-hmm. it doesn't make me look at it at the end of the day. You're not blaming the carpet company, but this is Steve. This is who you referred me to. Yep. So where can buyers find you guys? What websites? We are at homes.com mm-hmm. and on there we also have a listing of our commercial yes. contractors. We have before and after photos. We have an about us section. We have a community section, mm-hmm. interior photos, exterior photos. Currently we are we have some specs that we're getting ready to start in Sanctuary in Raleigh. Great. Okay. We do have a lot in downtown Cary that is off of Waldo Street mm-hmm. that we spoke about before. We are sold out in Autumnwood. We are sold out in Montvale. But there will be more. There will be more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sanctuary at Lake Wheeler will be, we have a lot draw on that next week. Okay. There'll be another four to five lots out there. And we do know of more lots that are going to be coming more on the west side of Cary okay. where we've yeah. been building a lot. Colin Davidson will be that developer, but we are still kind of waiting for that phone call just because awesome. everything was kind of on a timeout yeah, with COVID yeah, absolutely. and people being out of the office. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having super, me. Super, super informative. Very, yeah. And I definitely recommend Poitras Homes for anybody who wants a custom product or renovation. Or something that if you guys are willing to do it, anything that you guys touch is just amazing. So thank you for coming on and we appreciate everybody joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tar Life Podcast with top producing mega agent, Erica Anderson. If you've enjoyed this episode or found the content to be useful or fun, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Visit our website at www.teamandersonrealty.com. We are actively serving the Triangle area, Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte, and the coastal regions of North Carolina. If you're looking to sell a home, please contact Team Anderson Realty to set up an in-person or virtual consultation today.